Hey, welcome to Queens and Kings podcast with Bo, number three, which is pretty exciting that we're kick this thing off and actually uh, making it happen. I love, I love to s- do something that I'm really passionate about, and so. There's always these little steps of like getting confident enough to just jump forward, forward, forward. But there's just like little steps and eventually, you know, you get there, you get there. So it's very exciting to be doing this right now. I'm just uh, adjusting my little hair thing here. It's uh, (coughs) interesting because... I'm wondering how long it grows because it just keeps growing. This thing here, pretty interesting. I saw I started growing it after Game seeing Game of Thrones, and it was I think it was Drago. He had that nice braid here. I was like, I want I want to do that. So yeah, hence maybe five, six, seven years later at this point so yeah yeah fun it's quite fun with hair to know you no one really knows where their hair grows to it's like what it no one really lets their hair grow as long as it grows like there's a a girl I follow on TikTok who has her hair down to her like ankles it's like this beautiful um, like golden white hair blondy hair yeah pretty pretty amazing so yeah it's like what 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 can we do with our hair hence why i've grown my hair for the last five six years as well i've very rarely cut anything just to see what would happen i'm pretty i'm pretty impressed with it i love my hair so yes i'm keen to see where it grows to so I just let it keep growing and see what happens. And that's, I reckon that's what everyone should try because we, uh, you just never know where you ha- what your hair, the potential of your hair is. <laughs> yeah, there's hair is, is respected by the gods. Hmm. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about so many things. I've just been meditating and downloading so much, and it's all pretty scary, really. <laughs> really. Um, yeah, I've just been <coughs> all on this process of discovery of over the last, well, over the last 20 years. But it just keeps getting better, like opening up more and more amazingness, more and more, like on every level, from connecting with nature to knowing about history and the world. Like there's just like all these, so many layers of, of truth, and you can go so deep into wherever you choose, and it's really, really amazing. Yeah, so going down into history, 
has just opened up my eyes to so many things and and especially while living in community it's been and and running community like I've started to think about how do we structure our society like better because our societies are not um, functioning correctly at the moment like you, you, you can't have humans not trusting each other like that it doesn't work it's only a a downward spiral like this is not how we're meant to live we're meant to live in places where there is love for everyone and this is how it was in the past and we can do it again now and yeah like this has been my journey of like wow okay because i'd never even considered it it's like it's the way the society is structured which is which is everything and if it's structured in the wrong way it won't it won't work it'll fail and and you see that with civilizations like the ones that survived had to have had a system societal system that worked for 3000 years with the egyptians and the babylonians i think two and a half thousand years and like they had a structure that worked right and we've sort of forgotten that it hasn't we've we've gone into a different societal structure that doesn't it's not it's not fitting all our needs or meeting all our needs we we uh, it's falling short and it has the system has been amazing because it's developed this technology humans like we have the internet we can connect like all these magical technologies has maybe sped up because of the the system capitalistic system right we put priority on on money and goods rather than putting priority on um, you know brotherhood and sisterhood and connecting the tribe together like we took that away and and it that journey has created so much amazing things and thank you for all the amazing people that developed all this technology you know it's been wow awesome and like here i am at the moment broadcasting on starlink that that technology is amazing because i'm out in the middle of a in in the country right country australia so it's like being able to use that technology to beam and talk live actually that's pretty cool pretty cool so yeah um the system's been amazing but it's falling short because it's falling short it hasn't it's neglected that uh community like but there is systems where you can do to do both maybe not as the same priority with the not so much driven by money you know so you're more driven by creating spaces like you're going to build things that the people appreciate yeah you're going to 
build spaces uh, because you so there's a lot of technology and lots of amazingness that's needed to to make these beautiful structures that everyone can enjoy and then you can celebrate and musicians can play and uh, people can read poetry and <coughs> the world is your oyster because you have these beautiful spaces but yeah you have to have this technology like being able to podcast anywhere like that is a very powerful tool for getting the message out for spreading so spreading love right that's that's technology has suddenly enabled us to project very fast and make a lot of voice known uh, that light is what we need to work towards hmm yeah so I love it when you I get to this point of like stillness and I'm like where to next so I think it's a good time to just take a breath So we have been missing out on something really important, which is the that connection with other humans. And I've s I didn't realize this myself until I when we s I started with the community, and I didn't know anything about it. And fortunately, my partner had experience with building communities, so she she knew how to get the ball rolling. And so with the the community, mm. so by living in community, I realized the importance of uh, how like how important it is for other human like for humans to talk with other humans. It's so healing in so many ways and when you talk to somebody who's on your wavelength who gets you it's even more easy and so suddenly there's this amazing amount of like bond connection that happens overnight like people came here and connected and five days later they're best friends for life it's like this this is how we're meant to live we're meant to be in in community, communing together. But it's not a commune, like it's a it's a village. It's just a place that where you you build uh, kinship, you build brotherhood, sisterhood. It's not. There's no. And this is this is an interesting thing. Like my alarm was like, well, it sounds like a religious cult, but it's not it's a village <laughs> it's like where we all live together 
right? You can practice whatever religion you want. It doesn't matter. It's just a general uh, natural law. It's like you do good things. Do good things. And everyone does good things. And then harmony happens. And people heal. And they... It's how we're meant to live and how do we get to that system, right? How do we get to that system? And that's what's been my question that I've been... It's like, well, there must be an answer in history. There must be an answer there because we go, they got us to here and there's thousands of years of that. Like they've lived for thousands of years and then discovering like the length of the Egyptian Empire and the Babylonians and maybe the Sumerians and like the they they lived their their culture went for a long time. So they must had a, a system that worked. So yeah, and that, that took me down the lines of uh, kings and queens. And then realizing that kings and queens are actually like in this system which has been the system up until 300 years ago and now almost all countries are the opposite they there is no ruler thailand japan but they've lost a lot of their powers uh so it's like we've gone the complete o far away as we could from a system that seemed to work thousands of years uh, and yeah that got me okay well that's probably the right system and then I went into the idea of like natural systems because for, for running the community it was like try not to put any rules in place no rules no rules because rules then suddenly create boundaries and then you have to jump over them and just causes more trouble but if you have no rules all people need to be is good-hearted they just and Zarathustra his the prophet of Zoroastrianism he said good thoughts good words good deeds that's all all you need to do and if everyone's doing that then there's the harmony. Got my glasses on. Yeah, so it's like, well, hang on a sec, then what, why, like, who, what are the kings and queens, who were they? Like, who, who, I know nothing about kings and queens. And, that was my journey then. I went on the journey of discovering about the whole world of kings and queens and it's been fascinating. <laughs> it's super like amazing, the story that for some reason we're not told. Uh, yeah, there's, it's fascinating. And then I went down the line further of like the bloodlines of kings. Um, and then it's like, well, how do you select it? How do you select a king? And that, and then that's, as I said yesterday in the podcast, that's where we got to the studying the zodiac and looked at the dendra zodiac, 
which is in Hathor Temple, dedicated to Isis, I believe. And so, like I read an excerpt from somewhere that said that the Davidic line of kings, so where Jesus was from, and it went down to Solomon, like those guys, uh, like Jesus came from them. And that was when I f started to understand that, that's like, well, okay. So Jesus was in that line of kings. He had the bloodline of king. And then I was like, well, what does that mean, having the bloodline of a king? And what I guess what I've come to the conclusion is it means that for thousands of years... There was a like a you could say it's like a family or a, a genetic group of, of people that were good kings, and that line. So when I say good king, I mean like like Jesus, like enlightened and would be the king to run this the kingdom. Right. That's. And then this is the idea of divine right of kings. So the idea that God chooses the king or queen. And what that means to me is that the enlightened king, he needs to be enlightened because he is being directed by God. God is channeling through him. Uh, he's just he's just the puppet, and he's he's doing God's work, right? That's how I see the idea that like and Jesus being enlightened and a king. Like his his love that he can spread around the world is how like, we create heaven on earth, right? It all, everything comes from the king down. So you have a good king, and then everything filters down. And especially a, a king that has been chosen by God, because if you look in history, there's those kings, and they never lost a battle. They were warrior kings. They were always at the front, you know, cheering their men on. And they would win battles because it, the men were so behind them, these kings. They adored the king. It's the only way a king can be is to be adored uh, because he's actually pretty freaking cool, right? Like that's They're the kings we're talking about, kings that like we put on a pedestal. But yeah, that, that guy's got it going on for whatever reason but it's he's also just a, a good hearted like uh, Jesus good hearted Jesus and this this bloodline deal is really interesting because yeah so Jesus the story goes that Jesus' bloodline continued because Jesus didn't die uh, there was a story that they swapped for somebody else, I don't know, or that he somehow faked his death and he, they went to Europe <coughs> and his bloodline of 
how kings and queens went throughout Europe and they were called the Fisher Kings, I guess in reference to Jesus. And yeah, and then that bloodline went through many, many houses of Europe and the Plantagenet kings of England from like after the Normans arrived and then to about 1350 and then that like these guys if you read into their heroics and the things that they did like they they created the Magna Carta like they there's a lot of like the these kings tend to have big changes in the arts and and war they're trying to make improvements to the to their kingdoms rather than making them worse off so you can see that in the policies that happen during this this reigns but you've got to you've got to understand that i think this is like the big secret of history is that this has been hidden from us this idea that we can select a enlightened person who's chosen by God to rule right is it it's pretty pretty wild but this is uh, my understanding hmm and that and yeah so it's been it's been hidden from us uh, deliberately because they whoever it is doesn't want us to know that we can live in heaven on earth we can create civilizations that are freaking out all love <laughs> we can actually do that and that's the idea of the fairy kingdom right the, the stories of the fairy kingdoms they existed they existed the fairy kingdoms you know when you go to a s like a, a circus we have a beautiful um, carnival just near us and for three days and it's like it's like being in a fairyland for three days and I was always like how like why does it have to end and I'm sure uh, Burning Man is the same it's like what, what, why are we ending this it's like well we like you can actually live in that all, all year round yeah you don't have to you're not partying all the time but you can live in that vibe of electric of people being creative and people like ha happy happily walking around bouncing around like that's what we aim for and it's been done and yeah it's from you need to have a good ruler who and surrounds himself with good people wise people like the you have your I don't know I, I haven't looked into how they actually ran their kingdoms there's not a lot of information on that either it's very hard to find anything anything on tribes how they ran tribes how the tribes were structured the culture all, all gone well all hard to find yeah so yeah there's 
So yeah, how do we run the kingdom? That's that's I'm pretty sure it's without rules. Mostly, we had guidelines. If you, I feel like if you have conscious enough people, everyone knows what the rules are. You don't you don't need to have right and wrong. And it's so important to have trust. Trust has to be very like you have to trust. You have to trust. You can't. Like uh, I, I now just leave my keys in my motorbike because I'm like I trust, I trust. Right, you have to start putting trust back in humans again. Mm. So yeah, and being in Australia, that's a we're very lucky for that. It's there's that trust hasn't been lost in many places. Where I hear it has in a lot of places around the world where everyone's stealing from each other and that's that's a pretty bad sign of that society like to get to that point it's only a downward spiral you have to you have to build that love and harmony again and that's that's what I, you know you have celebrations and you have and probably brazil you guys are probably way more connected as a culture because of all the cool things you still do you've got carnival and you're always you know dressing up and <laughs> dancing yeah i saw the um, testosterone the highest testosterone of men in the world is from brazil i can see why <laughs> yeah mm. so yeah um yeah our systems aren't aren't working but there is a way to create that fairy kingdom and we need to start talking about it and striving for it and making it happen because because I, I like I, I see what's going on in the world now and I feel that whoever's the powers that be right uh, know that this new world is coming this where we do create the heaven on earth and they know that it's coming and so they're like and they know they can't stop it right but they're gonna try and fuck it up as much as they can before they before they leave or before they're caught right so that's that's why I'm speaking now because it's I'm I'm worried about what's going on in the world I'm worried about that I don't see our leaders are calling for peace there actually seems to be playing the playbook of let's get let's get some nuclear bombs thrown around and I think we, well, I know we need to do something about that because we can't just let it happen. They need, they need to be uh, aware of the consequences of what they're doing. That's, we have to make them aware. I can see it, but these guys are all in this like game, power game. Everyone's bribing everyone. Everyone's got dirt on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just 
scrambling and you know I've got the biggest stick and uh, I think we well we need to do something about it and that has been the like what do we do how do we do it I did put a post on TikTok uh, today about doing a worldwide peace protest so that peace protest is peacefully protesting and you start to wear like you just wear white I surrender and we'll get the flags white flags everywhere all over the whole world everyone waving white flags like we need to let our leaders know that we're not happy with this we need to tell them what we think peacefully because it's we it cannot be other than peacefully it has to be meditating dancing singing like having you could have a concert play some beautiful music get everyone dancing like that's what we need to do that's the we need to have the love vibe only otherwise we fall into their game but yeah we need to show the the world leaders that this is not going to happen I've seen Putin say that he's happy to to talk you know so they need to start talking and and if 99.999% of us don't want war which I think is probably the number because we know all we want to do is coexist in peace right let me do my thing you do your thing cool no one's hurting each other everyone's having a great time celebrating just enjoying life doing your thing doing what you'd love to do and caring about each other that's what we have to strive for and yeah so we're in this to me is like a very serious moment in time and we need to speak up and so for me it's been it's like what the hell because yeah it's me having to put myself right out there (laughs) right out there and but by putting myself out there I can make change like I can I can bring change you know I've been shown now how to rebuild like rebuild a a little village that's my dream is to rebuild like a create a sustainable village 1200 people and you have 12 clans 12 clans uh, and they all do a specific thing like they're all like specialize in but it all all those 12 things come together as the one tribe and in the central space you have uh, 
Well, I was thinking about earlier, you have your kings and queens that live there, but you also have big spaces for entertainment. You have all your, you know, like it's it's a beautiful space. It's so, yeah, this is, and this is the nature of, then you create this uh, just joyous space where we all come together and celebrate. And you have, and that's why I think in the past they had, we have, you know, an event every two months. There's always something to celebrate. And everyone gets together and they build stuff. And they, like the Balinese, you see the Balinese, they're always celebrating something. And it brings the community together because they're building their things and they're planning the event. Like this is what brings people. And that's, that's what I've realized with, community is that or villages or by having that harmony you heal people for one but they're when everyone's together having a good time like brothers and sisters then like the village just it becomes like it, it glows and all this creation starts to happen people start to make stuff they're all sharing they're they're all helping each other, sharing ideas. Like it, and then more people want to come, and then that's how the you have to. That's how the village grew bigger, is because everyone wanted to be there. Because it was cool people and cool things happening. Like it's the natural law for survival, for the village to, if it finds that harmony and all these amazing things are happening there, more people will come. If it hasn't found its harmony, then more people will, will go. So it's important for the... Uh, okay. I don't know if I just got off on a really wild tangent. But it's all it's so exciting, the, the design of how you structure a society and so for me yeah this this 12 12 clans is important because people can't all live together there's different different energies of people some are some like gardening every day getting up at six in the morning <coughs> and then there's the other guys that like to party and play music and and dance but they're like getting in at 6 a.m. And so you can't have them living together. But you have different, you have your clans, you have spaces that are pretty much, you'd almost think they're a separate entity. They have everything that they need, but they specialize in something. So I, I always have an idea that maybe the Zodiac is telling us something about these clans. It's like, you know, you've got the, You've got Pisces, the fishermen. <laughs> I don't know, and and you've got the scales. They're the judges, and they all hang out together. And then you've got the what else is there? The wa water bearer. So people need to manage the water for the tribe. So yeah, there's there. I I believe that there's twelve. If there's twelve zodiac, I believe more in the zodiac more and more every day, actually. And 
So if there's 12 categories of people, then create 12 categories or clans to allow those people to, and that you just have free flow between them all. So they naturally will, uh, will naturally um, like find its balance. And the beautiful thing is, is people get to go and explore all these different clans because it's free like this is you got to have this harmonious type of uh, world where we're all we're all one we're all connected we all love each other doesn't matter who you are like you're outer we celebrate we celebrate your outer because you're unique you are unique you are the only one of you and we're like hey dude I love what you have become. <laughs> it's like, it's like shit, yeah. And you celebrate everyone, everyone. There's no difference, right? Like that's that's the way we have to do it. And that's great. We can we can love and celebrate. Yeah, so, so much to talk about, but overall the reason why I'm speaking now is because I'm worried about the world, and I've been shown a way how I can fix that, and I need to speak it now, because I don't have any other option, or God would be upset with me. Yeah, so, and then I go down this, like, this is the, the scary bit for me, right? It's saying, well, I guess what I'm <laughs> going to say is that I believe I have a genetic uh, connection to the Fisher Kings and the and I guess down through the Davidic bloodline and that's that's been like what the hell why is that how, how did that happen and I am I sure like why would I go out and say this on to the world if you're not 100% sure but I also realized that I've done a lot of research and I've found lots of reasons for me to indicate that that's the case and I'm going to talk about them now but yeah it's it's because we need to make changes now in the world and we need to really prioritize saving this place from some crazies on their button on their fingers on the on the nuclear buttons right we have to stop that and i know that there's so f many of us that don't want a war we don't want to see our children die we don't want to see that fucking how the ukrainians and the russians have already had to suffer enough this is crazy 
we live in a different world now we don't have to fight each other we really don't we're all striving for the same thing which is peace and love and harmony that's all we're looking for and to celebrate everyone's culture everyone's languages everyone like do whatever the hell you want in love right in love that's that's the key <laughs> yeah so so i had to speak up it's it's interesting i, I giggled to myself it's like what what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing yeah it's beautiful anyway i have always stepped up to the challenges laid in front of me so yeah I started researching the the bloodline that they talk about and they call it the grail like the, the holy bloodline and it's like well what was so special about it well I think they just made they were enlightened kings they could see and so they somehow they got that lineage happened in the past and they showed that they were good kings but there's been a an attack on their that bloodline and that that is why we don't know this history of truth about our kings and queens that's why there's so many half-truths out there and mis misdirection. And I believe that uh, the Egyptian hieroglyphs, like there's nothing to do with the, the Book of the Dead. It's to do with the Book of Selecting Kings and Queens. Like we've... we've our history has been manipulated to, to hide this fact from us that a good king can change the the world right a, a divinely chosen king can change the world so yeah here i am thinking what the f what the hell and i have so many ideas on like changing things and it's all around societal design getting the model right getting the model right starting small in a little village and practice it make it happen show the world that we can live in this fairy kingdom yeah we have to we have to show people how it's done and and then they can grow and build them all over the world they become hubs of consciousness. They become a place of, <coughs> like, just, I love to say, celebration, creation, and connection. The three C's. Like, they, people are just, they're healing. There's all, uh, all different types of healing modalities. Everything. In, the in, mixed in with the clans. And then, people come and visit 
for healing and then they can stay or go or it's a very like how we had the community here was everyone was invited and everyone could stay as long as they want (laughs) and they could leave whenever they want and then they could come back for a week and then leave again it was like this free free flow and and you would say that if you had other that would happen within the clans there's someone stay for a week and then move on and they're always learning skills or maybe they're sharing their skills uh, and but then they can go they can move on yeah this is this is my little dream is to create these sustainable villages as say like 1200 people could be an amazing number to start with but you need we need the the funding to make that happen which I know is out there and yeah all the learnings for myself over the last three years has really helped with understanding how you would structure like a, a system a society like even and you can take it so much from from say the Ang- Ang- angles the angels the angels Sa- saxons they uh they um had common law like they they used law of the land and it was passed down i'm sure thousands of years so like learning those laws again going right back to basics I think would also be highly like you you want to minimize laws you don't want to have too many because you have common sense like that this is to me people when they're when they're trusted and when they're given respect and love then they just follow the the law of respect and love so you and if you have support for people that need help you have healing space for for everyone in your community so they get to the point why would you want to steal from anyone you know it's just this common understanding of respect and yeah that's that's where we need to make our societies back to we need to go back to that and so my thinking is we start small and then expand build the rebuild that connection in in your your tribe your community whatever you want to call it and then move out yeah but yeah there's so much to talk about so much to talk about but yeah these are all ideas that I want to make happen and so that's why I need to speak out because what I've discovered about me from my history tells me that there's a good indicator that I'm like of that line <laughs> which is freaking insane but yeah uh, of kings so that's pretty cool uh, <laughs> how do I how do I actually prove that yeah and this is the fun the fun bit uh, and I've gone deep 
and I started to look at like attributes of kings. Okay, these kings, like who, physical attributes. And I, and you get little clues through history. So, one of them, you know, so the king is always the judge. He's the final judge, right? He's the one who makes that those. He's right at the top, and he always the king. And see you. Your images of kings from the past have been manipulated. The kings were had beautiful long hair, right? Look at the Merovingians, they were the long-haired kings. When they allowed their hair to grow, that was a sign of being a king, right? This long, wavy hair of that line. And that's why judges now they emulate, they have different length wigs to show how close to their king's hair is. <laughs> <laughs> you look at pictures of Solomon, he's got this long flowing hair. You know, and he was one of the great kings of the arts and made his kingdom bountiful. Yeah, so that's, that's one clue. And uh, I've got beautiful flowing locks have a look at this uh, it just happened I have my brush here <laughs> uh, this is so wild alright so yeah I got these beautiful flowing locks as you can see, very wavy like a king, right? <laughs> uh, okay, and what's another one? This thing. See this thing here? I don't know what you call it. Everyone, I mean, everyone's got, can grow beards, right? And people, everyone can grow these things. But not, not everyone. Like, there are not many people, and look at the Egyptian uh, hieroglyphs when they portray the king the king has this this here right it's a it's a, sim a symbol of that line that genetic line you know the Egyptians had that bloodline of of from the Davidic bloodline like I don't know how it how it all came together and how it, I don't know the story of it all, but it's there's a lot of story as and this is what history has been telling us about forever, and this is what's been hidden us from us in history. Right, this is why it's so wild information that has come to me, and I understand why is because I'm of this line. So I can, it's in my DNA, the memory of all this. Yeah. So I got this thing. <laughs> got long flowing hair. This thing, this is the next one. This is the interesting one. If you look at, so the Plantagenet kings of England were um, a really amazing group of kings that transformed England. I, I think way more than we give them credit for. 
and one of their kings, I think it was Edward Longshanks. Longshanks. Edward Longshanks. And have you ever wondered why he was called Longshanks? Because I can, I can tell you that it's to do with the genetics of the king. And see this here? Oh God, it's incredibly long. Incredibly long, long shanks. It's like I always wondered as a kid. I'm like Jesus, and I I'm a, I walked around hiding it. Because <laughs> I got this this part of my leg is super long for wha for whatever reason. And then I started thinking, well, oh maybe that's in history. You know, like we w always wore the knickerbockers. Like we always rolled our pants up to our knee. Maybe that was a sign of the king. It was the the length of his shank. Just thoughts, but these thoughts come to me, so I have to share them, even though they might sound wild and amazing. <laughs> so that's that's another one. What's another one? Ah, oh, the big one. There's a there's a really interesting one. Is you know the the king in many like there's there's always a reference to the left hand and if you look at lord of the rings aragorn and the king of gondor both hold the sword in their left hand when they're like charging into battle and so left handedness is a trait of the kings and if you go to saxon who which was the uh, Anglo-Saxon, it was a Viking, well, a burial ship with a king in it and with a golden sword. And his sword, there's a video on YouTube about how he, they believe he was left-handed from the wear on the sword. And it was also laid on his left side, I think. And so, yeah, there's there's a very big correlation between left-handedness in history and I believe it's also been covered up from us uh, that left-handedness is a symbol of the king right so please look into that because Lady Justice if you see her she's she has her hand in the holding the sword in the left hand Anyway, I that's I'm left-handed. I write with my left hand, but I'm ambidextrous, so my right hand is stronger, but I'm very dexterous on my left. So I always wonder how that works with hold, uh, holding the sword. But yeah, yeah. So there's another little a little clue. <laughs> yeah. Um, is another little clue for you to investigate. Uh, I'm an extremely spiritual person. I've been on, I've just been downloading, learning so much about spirituality for for years, and I've, it's just obsessed. Like I love it. That's all I want to do, and I want and talk and share my ideas. That's all. I, I just want to learn and have great conversation. And laugh and have fun <laughs> yeah and create amazing places and spaces for humanity yeah 
so it's pretty freaking cool. Because all I really am is just a kid from the country in Victoria. Had no idea that I would get to this point and have this realization. You know, they talk about getting to know your who is your higher self. Like, you don't know until you get there. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I got there and I'm like, uh, are you serious? <laughs> Does that, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm coming to terms with all that. But I have so much um, wisdom and ideas on changing <laughs> this planet. So I have to speak up. I can't be. S I can't sit on my in my little farm forever. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that <laughs> the other interesting thing is like. As I'm claiming that I, like my heritage is through the king line, and there's another, there's a couple other things I can't think of right now in terms. Oh, what was it? That's right. One last thing that's quite interesting is. So I'm born in October, and I discovered that because I'm the balance I'm this in the zodiac I'm the Libra which is the scales which is judgment and so I'm in that category there and that's that is who I am I'm all about balance and judgment and I read an account or somewhere that they said that that the Judaic line like when they were selecting their kings they actually s tried to get the best king because you can imagine if you've got a, an amazing king who is just like dynamite amazing like everyone loves him he builds amazing things uh, it's just like the whole kingdom's a hive of like love um lost my thought I need someone to tell me what I was just talking about <laughs> isn't that um, it's a ma an amazing state when you just it just disappears everything mm. Mm. so yeah I want to change the world and I have found myself in this position with this understanding. So here I am. Let's do this. It's going to be fun, is the what I see. Yeah. I've seen how it can change people so quickly. Like just living in these type of places it's it's so natural it's so normal like you you uh, 
you realize once you get comfortable in those in this type of environment then you realize that is actually normal and in your bones you feel normal like and you th- suddenly realize whoa hang on like living in a in my home uh in in the city isolated with fences around everywhere and not really talking to anybody but I, cause I've got my TV in front of me or my I'm on YouTube which is turned into our community actually YouTube and TikTok we're communing with each other fortunately but yeah uh, it's not normal normal is this this type of uh, and see communal has got a dirty is a dirty word in most of the world so it's it's a village building a village and everyone just gets on well together Uh, but we create we have a system where we create so much cool amazingness (laughs) and do lots of different creative stuff (coughs) because we're abundant we've got ample money there's no money is not the issue it's the creation that's what we're doing we're creating this new world through building amazingness <laughs> with new technology and old technology connection with nature and connection with like humans again like celebrating for the joy of who we are yeah this is all possible so of course it's possible and it helps if I stand up and start talking this truth has to help has to help and we really need this peace movement all over the world like to me we need to stop this before it really gets out of hand and it's and yeah we need to start making our voice heard yeah I think that that's something that <coughs> people who are here to ha- like make changes and change the world like we've got to realize we actually have to it's not going to just all unfold we actually have to take steps and we all have to make our voice heard because otherwise yeah w- yeah there's other alternatives if we don't speak up and we don't take action and we don't start connecting with each other and start just creating beauty Yeah, so much to speak about, where to speak now. So I was going to talk to you about the Zodiac and Selection of Kings because, yeah, the I believe the preference was uh, October because of the sign. That's the characteristics you want in a king. 
So I started looking into the zodiac and understanding the qualities of the Libran and got down into Egypt and there's a I was like let's look at the oldest evidence of astrology because I believe I believe astrology I believe the the positions of the planets when you are born affect it's like a snapshot of your characteristics because they all these planets have an influence on us they they're beaming we may not see it but they're beaming their consciousness and so wherever that that snapshot is your birth you know is your traits character traits and so the the egyptians because they knew how important it was to have a good king and a queen they knew how important it was that's the we can see for ourselves with leaders of the so if you get a bad leader it doesn't work <laughs> it's just everything falls apart and we can see that in our world today but if you've got a a leader who's <coughs> really holding it all together and doing it with a with a heart yeah you see their qualities so yeah so they October I keep going back to October so with October in the uh, this oldest astrology chart the Dendara uh, chart it it shows that, uh, when they want the king to be born which is under the star sign of Libra and it also shows uh, pretty certain that it when the queen should be born which was the Pisces and to me that was really fascinating because I, I've got like there was like a evidence of this connection and and when w the ideal king was and so I'm also born in October yeah all these little clues <laughs> yeah. but yeah this Dendara ca calendar is uh, astrology calendar is fascinating because it has the it looks like the two story of the king and queen uh, and their progression to become the rightful king and queen which is the ones you know enlightened kings and queens who are connected with God that's that should be the goal of every civilization is to get the right leaders you see them pop up in history Augustus with the Romans he, he read some of the his stories he said at the end of his life I hope I played my role well <laughs> to me that's you know beautiful because he was a he was a man who made amazing changes to the Roman Empire set it up for for greatness and then Julius Caesar you look at Napoleon he did for for some time and then I'm not sure what happened with Napoleon but there's there's evidence of these great leaders 
change things. So yeah. <laughs> I love you very much. I'm just I'm blown away that I'm saying this. Ah, uh, but yes, it's all about Yeah, it's all about bringing harmony to this place again. It's been done and it can be done again and we can do it way better because we've got so much co more cool stuff <laughs> so much more stuff so much wonderful technology that can just make living here so much more amazing yeah we just have to change our m mindset of what's possible and we have to make it happen so yeah, I don't know. Don't know where to. I'm gonna just keep doing my podcast every every day. Keep getting on TikTok and just keep spreading the love. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I didn't plan to do this today. Just this is how the day sorted out. Like I've been, I started two days ago the podcast, and then my this morning I had just big downloads about this conversation I was like oh, I gotta I gotta speak it <laughs> I gotta <laughs> it just happens to be this day so I don't know God is yeah amazing God is amazing just life is amazing and we've like I my belief is that my knowing is that this is our heaven on earth and we can make it that well it can be it's such a beautiful planet it's such beauty and so much magnificence in all the, the the plants and the animals and then there's also the humans yeah it's all magnificent so we have to remember that and strive for that again. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, how long has that been for? An hour and ten. Now one eleven. There you go. One eleven. Ooh. The divine is everywhere. Mm. Mm. By the way, I, I do enjoy doing podcasts. So if anyone wants to come and have a chat, I would love to. But you have to come here to the... To the uh, Mindful Earth, our little community that's on pause at the moment. We have a beautiful 37 acres here, just <coughs> the southwest of Western Australia, in one of the most beautiful places on Earth, I reckon. Although Earth, the whole Earth is beautiful. But yeah, we, we're, I'm 
building this sustainable village to show how show the world how to do it so please please if you want to get involved let me know I think it's time that we did this <laughs> and worldwide peace protest is a uh, must happen must happen really we've got to show our leaders that they're on the wrong track and I feel that we can get the whole world involved we get every like the people like the people we have access to everyone that now like we have the internet to communicate we have TikTok like TikTok's got how many billion users like get every TikTok user using it like flying a white flag to support their peace the Chinese don't want peace uh, the Chinese don't want war the Russians don't want war nobody wants war just a small amount of people want war and we're in a different time now information is available we don't have to go to war anymore we just don't need to go to war have a I heard of a <laughs> you know what we do <laughs> we do it this way like in the old the Scottish I read of a story where two clans were having a uh, disagreement and they couldn't sort it out and so they got 30 of their best warriors eat on each from each clan and they had a all-out battle to the death like yeah they uh like rather than have millions of people fighting each other let's just get it down to 30 of each and we'll get like the maybe uh, the leaders can fight it out we'll put them in a like a big um like horse fenced-off area and give them swords and let them fight it out like Russia against um, Ukraine but then you got the NATO members can join in as well and then it's the fight to the death and so whoever survives the last one has to is the winner and then their country gets to take over the other country I reckon that'd be great. <laughs> and then we don't have to use nuclear weapons. We we choose the weapons. So it's two. It's sword fight. No armor. Sword fight. No armor. Thirty of your best, both teams. And then we don't have to go to war. I've heard. I heard that happen in France as well between two rival factions mm, there must be better ways to do it but yeah we need to stop war and we need to stop this one before um, they get out of hand ah oh, amazing
been a pleasure for you to hear hear me. I plan just to be very transparent and allow you to know who I am. So yeah, that's I'm on podcast every day. And if you have questions, let me know. And yeah, let's let's really change the world.